Welcome back. Started five podcast here again. It's your boy P Shark with everyone else. That's your boy. I'm, I'm the number two team guard. Better than Dylan Brooks, as you may know. <laughs> but this you got Trey of aka the corner man, a better shooter than Dylan Brooks as well. <laughs> so <laughs> what's good, everybody? <laughs> wow, I didn't see that one coming. Uh she I'm just a cleanup man. I, I don't shoot, I don't do nothing. I'll, I'll clean up the rebounds from Dylan Brooks. There you go. Come on. There Andrew. you go. <laughs> it's on YouTube. It's your man, Ted. Care, man. The center of attention. It's my birthday. You know, Memphis, we do like birthday weeks. So my birthday was Friday. I got like another week to go. <laughs> center of attention, baby. Let's get it. There you wish I got happy birthday, y'all. You should have said, yeah. said older than Dylan Brooks. should have said that, too. It's older than Dylan Brooks. So I'm in Chicago. I, I, I can be honest. I didn't get a chance to watch today's game. But mm-hmm. to see y'all names, it's like, what did Dylan Brooks do? <laughs> For the people uh, who listen to us, uh, of course, follow us at the starting five, the number five, M-E-M on Twitter. Um, and you listen to us on the Greasy Bear Blues podcast, along with the 3 and D podcast, Core 4 podcast, and GBB Live on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart, you name it. But We're um, in here. Yes, sir. Yes, we are. But um, if y'all want to know what we're talking about with Dylan Brooks, we are we are actually recording video wise, so we can see. Uh, we got specific names for each other. I got Dylan the menace. Trevor has what you want for Dylan Brooks. <laughs> she has DB. Are you with me? Y'all know Kirk Franklin. Oh man, But yeah, let's start with the point of the game though. We lost in overtime, 140-135, very first game. Um it was after we whooped Andre Kadala in the last scrimmage, but we didn't get some real games. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 140-135, game with overtime. We were down by 13 in the early third quarter, made one like a 30 to 6 run to go up by 11. Then Terry Jenkins takes Jai and Jeremy out at the same time. No, there's no Tyus Jones coming in this time. Whoever came in the game, allowed Portland to get back in it. Um, you know, going overtime. Ooh, uh, Brandon Clark left Miller open three times in a row. <laughs> Looking like a young team. Yes. Um, but what are y'all thoughts about that game before we get to today? Um, with, with me, it was kind of like the thing that I've been saying about Portland, like, is that team that we're going to have to watch out for, and it's because they're experienced. We saw that clearly in that game, especially when we, we went to overtime. Like, the Portland Trailblazers, like, they've been there before. Dame Little has ended the team. And to him, the Grizzly is just a young boy trying to hoop. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get themselves together. While in the meantime, Dame Little, them, they've been there before. They hungry. Melo, even though he was open and didn't hit them shots, like we have to do better defensively, which is also what I said and preached about the Grizzlies. We have to have that sense of urgency. And we didn't have that against the Blazers. And that's why we lost. Uh, yeah, what I took from the game uh, just was, of course, I think we kind of got out to a very slow start. Um, and then that 
very slow start allowed us to also be able to to go on their run circuit that you mentioned. A really good run. I mean, that run was really, really exciting. I think that's probably the loudest. It was I I don't think I've had my TV that loud since I moved into this new house because I was literally <laughs> yelling and screaming and the grizzlies were stretching me out. Mm-hmm. But um it was a good game. But then like uh, um like Took said and I like I mentioned to Joe a couple of weeks ago, Paulie is the team that I was afraid of. I mean, mm-hmm. look at Damian Lillard. You look at CJ McCollum. You saw that they bring that they're bringing back Nurkic back. You saw the the, the slim mellow who literally helped put the Grizzlies away. If you want to look about it that way, mm-hmm. um, so Portland just I mean they look hungry. Um, they look hungry. They were able to take shots. They were able to get to different parts on the floor at will, basically. And I think part of the part of the reason. Part of the issue that I had with the Grizzlies was was perimeter defense. If you go back and look in, in those couple of possessions where Melo had an open three, it's CJ being able to break the defense down. It's Dame Lillard being able to break the defense down, get to the basket, kick it wide. I mean, kick it to a wide open Carmelo Anthony. Uh, it's actually surprising that he didn't hit the one at the end of the game. So mm-hmm. um, that was my that was my biggest issue. But it was definitely good to see this South Memphis jumper working. John Moran was able to come back and have a pretty good game. Uh, who else had a pretty good game? JB had a pretty good game. Uh, uh, Trevor, you talked about Kyle. I mean, Clay, Kyle Anderson, who was who's been <laughs> shooting well from three two. So it was definitely some good yeah. to take away. But that perimeter defense um, in the Portland game, and then we'll talk about the San Antonio game in a second. But that's the reason why we lost. Yeah. Well, for me, uh, just, of course, kudos to Portland. Of course, we all know how dangerous that backcourt is. And C.J. McCollum, let's just be honest, he has a history. Every time. C.J. McCollum just has a history of just killing the Grizzlies. Like, he's good for 30 every time he sees Memphis on the opposing team's jersey for some reason. Um, Most of you guys are saying perimeter defense – Ended up being what done us in. They did a pretty good job in the first half, but Portland was still able to create some opportunities um, with the pick and roll, um, getting a lot of drives to the basket. Of course, at the end with Melo hitting those two threes, surprisingly he missing the third. Um, but on the Grizzly side of things, it was a great game from uh, Jaron. He had 33. Uh, Jonas had a great game as well with 16. Uh, John Moran finished with 22 and I believe 22 and 11, actually 11 assists. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Clark with 20 off the bench. Um, much better effort, especially in that third quarter. We went, uh, put up 36 in that quarter, put us in position to win. Um, did everything we could do at this point, but as you can see, we saw that Portland just wanted it more. Mm-hmm. Wanted it more than us in that game. So that's... Kudos to the Trailblazers. That's all I can say. That's deflating. Yeah. yeah. And you um, – yeah. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say just – I mean, again, go back to the perimeter defense. The Portland Trailblazers went 13 of 30 from the three-point line. That's 43%. That's not good. <laughs> it's not good when you went 13 to 41. So. Yeah, but when most of them open. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's the other thing, too. Now, we got to touch base on this, too. The Grizzlies shot 50 free throws for the entire game. And that definitely kept us because this game was called as tight as it could possibly be. Like, it's almost like every other possession, it was a foul. And I believe that is what took Memphis out in the beginning because it put Memphis in a situation to play outside of what they're comfortable playing with because they were constantly having to play half-court basketball, you know, with a young team that want to get out and run. And it wasn't until they fell down by 10 and then once the third quarter started, 
Memphis was able to kind of get out and get that run going because the refs let them play a little bit. But uh, 38 of 50 from the line um, for the Grizzlies from the free throw line. Um, like Scott has said, 13 to 41 from three, that's not going to get it done. 45% from the field is not going to get it done either. Um, and I will, I'll save the theme of this episode for later because we have to talk about him and what he did in the San Antonio game as well. So, um, so the Trailblazers, um, first of all, Damian Lillard is really that good. Um, I know that's in the league. Point guard, at least. yeah. I mean, he he literally carried them to the Western Conference Finals last year, um, and so let's not sleep on what they did. The Trailblazers did. Um, I'm more I'm disappointed with our rebounding numbers um, against that team. Triple J had 33 points, but not there for the rebounds uh, for us. Um, and then you talk about uh, thanks for bringing up the free throws, but you just compare the stats themselves. Um, Scott, you talk about three point percentage: 35 percent for the Trailblazers. <laughs> 26% for the Grizzlies. Um, not going to get it done. I'm sure DB was part of that. Um, and then not making your free throws when it counts, too, uh, gentlemen. That, that's just, that goes into being a young team. Um, and you got to – you just got to hit one, maybe two. But you hit one free throw, and we're not worried about this game, and it's a W. Um, and so yeah, you're right, a- Trevor. That, that did keep us in the game, but we were we, – it wasn't, it wasn't as close as the box score really stayed. Yeah, there was a point in time where Memphis had a bunch, and I do mean a bunch, of technical free throws, just freebies, and they just left them at the line. And that's obviously is not going to get it done. So, oh, right. So, my take away from the game for one, um, young team, they started off looking like a young team, their first half. Um, like I said last week, I need y'all to come out aggressive. He got aggressive in the third quarter. And we go through San Antonio game, but very similar. We need you to come out in the beginning of the game, aggressive, not pass the ball to Dylan Brooks because he's not going to pass it back. Uh, we <laughs> uh, Dylan Brooks did take a bad shot tour in the fourth quarter in the crunch time moment of the game. I can't remember which point, but I remember just sitting there like, wow, mm-hmm. at this point in time. But um, Taylor Jenkins getting our coach, in my opinion. Um, and some high-level coaches, Terry Stotts, uh, today Greg Popovich. But, I mean, you take out – you know Tyus Jones is out. You can't take John Jerry out at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, run. you got to spell them. Right. At least one of them on the floor. One ain't got to be on the court at all times, man. Yeah. Nurkic – oh, also, not playing JV in the fourth quarter. Nurkic was out there. So, it's not like Portland played five out a small right. – Nurkic was out there. JV should have been out there in the fourth quarter. I know he had uh, five fouls, though. But it's, it's winning time. If he fouled out, I mean, you got to go down with – um, Nurkic fouling out actually hurt us because we were up by four when he fouled out, and Melo got open for those three threes when he fouled out because they went smaller, and rotations got lost on Damian Lillard. The threat of him cave in on him, he drove to the hole, pass out because Damian Lillard really didn't have that good of a game shooting wise, but just the threat of him helped everyone else. Gary Trent Jr. and uh, Mario Hazonia came off the bench. Yes, sir. Yeah, and 17 off the bench for Gary Trent Jr. Yep, and he did Crazy. well against uh, Boston, too. But, okay. yep. uh, um, who else, else I was talking about? Oh, T.J. McCollum. 
Grizz killed like Trevor said. Overtime came when Ja, I think Ja was going to win. Yeah, I honestly, I don't know what he was going to do in that last play. When he slipped, I felt like he was going to make this shot where there was a layup. Oh, that, was a, that was it. That was game. When he slipped, he, I think he was like, winning that game. If he doesn't right. game's over. When, when he slipped, I was like, dang, we about to lose. Because CJ McCullough came out there <laughs> overtime. Yeah. Uh, he did a little bit of everything. He had about three, four threes. <laughs> he won. I mean, at that point, I mean, dog, they still fought, they still fought hard, so I can't be too mad. First game. All right. Yeah. But let's train uh let's transition to San Antonio. And this is a big one. But you go back to the Portland game. Slow start. Go to San Antonio game. Slow start. I'm still not worried about Portland. Let me go off Portland's schedule. Smell the factories. I'm not worried about them. They just lost the schedule. Yo, they just lost to Boston. They came back for like a 23 point deficit. Came back. They're still losing in. They played the Rockets next. They played the Nuggets after that. They played the Clippers after that. They played the 76ers after that, who you can make a case might not be. (laughs) That might be a dub. They played the the Mavericks after that. That's uh, that's not a dollar. To Bruh. Yeah. So I ain't saying I'm not worried about them because we're not playing well. I mean, we're still ahead of standings. I'm worried about the team who just jumped them. We just lost to San Antonio. San Antonio jumped Portland. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they still got Greg Popovich. They're still playing team-oriented ball. I mean, you know, we all kind of just swept them over under the rug. Rightfully so, because talent-wise, no. Even today, the Grizzlies played that bad, and we still – Lost on the we lost because we had Dylan Brooks in the game playing. I don't know how many minutes, but yeah. this is gonna get started. Dylan Brooks, <laughs> Dylan Brooks. Okay, let, let so me know Dylan why y'all got these things, man. I, I need to know. All right, Dylan Brooks on the game shot seven of twenty from the field. First of all, why is he shooting the ball twenty times? Period. Um, Thirteen for sale. <laughs> 13 in the first half. 13 in the first half. One of seven. One of seven from three. Um, Let's see. He finished the game with a plus minus of zero. Um, Surprisingly of that. And then, um, of course, if you saw the game, he uh, committed probably the dumbest foul that you commit at the end of a game. Um. Jaron Jackson had just tied it with a I mean, three. A crazy, great, a crazy, crazy. crazy. Oh, they Rudy Gay is drenched <laughs> all over him. Three J just switches it from the from the right corner. Demar Derozan, everyone knows the ball is going to him. You know what he's going to do. He's going to try to get to a spot, raise up, shoot a mid range, and possibly win the game. He pump fakes. Dylan goes for the fake. Foul is called. Two shots. Game's over. And here's the thing. If you would have told me that we held DeMar DeRozan to 14 points, you thought we would have won the game. And he only attempted four free throws. And he only shot four free throws for the entire game. For real? Actually, no, six. No, he shot six. Because he missed uh, the early two, which set up the uh, Jerry Jackson three. So, yeah. Hmm. And, and to let me let me also paint this picture. For you. It's, not, it's not the fact that he goes seven for twenty, because it happens. I mean, not everybody can shoot forty percent, forty five percent from the field. Is, he does this He shoots seven of twenty, and it's also the the array of shots that he takes. It's the difficulty of shots that he takes. He takes the jumpers as if he's like Kobe Bryant. He takes the shots as if he's like Tracy 24. McGady, James Harden, and I'm just like. Give the ball back. You like 
And even if you're struggling, get to the basket, get to the rack. He is jacking, Duke. He is just like, like this is my team. I'm just gonna run it how I want to, and I'm just gonna jack shots. And is that's that, exactly yeah. what he is did. Is that why your name is Attack? Yes, that's exactly yes. what my name is. Like, he was not, <laughs> then, then there were times he would get to the basket, but it's just like, dude. And if you and, if, uh, and they talked about it on the game, like get to the basket. The, the Spurs had no, they had no shot blockers. They literally could not guard JV. JV killed them in the paint, but they would so they would take threes. At one point, they missed nine, ten threes in a row, and it's just like, y'all, just attack yeah. the basket. Nobody that the Spurs had on the roster could guard JV. Nobody could stay in front of uh, can stay in front of John Morant. Even when Dylan drove to the basket, he was able to get layups. He was able no. to get to the free throw line, but he was just continuing to take jumpers. And it was so frustrating to everybody on my timeline on Twitter. Everybody yeah. was just so frustrated. And then, and then it was another play that, I, that I'll never forget, where he's like going one on four on a fast break. We like Dylan slowed the ball down. Now this is in the fourth and he gets called for charge. I knew he was missing it up. <laughs> when I saw yeah. the first break, I'm like, oh, Lord, it's over with. <laughs> I'll tell you, uh, so Dylan Brooks had made a statement Saturday. Uh, Mega Triplet tweeted out, we know what's at stake. Yesterday, this is on Saturday, talking about the Portland game. Yesterday was a reminder. We fought them hard, but we have to find a way to play 48 minutes of Greasy's basketball. That deal's being unselfish and oh. smart. <laughs> <laughs> quotation marks. I swear when I saw that quote, I said Dylan Brooks, he's the person saying this. Then he comes out and plays like that. He literally took the most shots on the team with 20. That was the most. Bet to Taylor Jenkins. Why is JV not playing the fourth quarter? Agreed. That couldn't stop. I agree there. Let me ask that for JV. <laughs> right to. Look, let me ask y'all this. Um on our Let's Be Real podcast, we gave our awards uh last week. I um, mean, a couple of y'all pick uh, Tay- Taylor Jenkins for Coach of the Year. Do y'all still stand by that? It's based on the first six to five games. So I didn't pick him. Yeah. First of the year, but yeah, it's based on yeah, the first. It's, it's that's before the close. Before the shutdown. Yeah, yeah. I think he still is. I'm not going to say that. I don't vote for him either. But I think he could definitely still get it. Um, now, is he doing the right thing now with these last two games? No. Uh, Rotation wise. Yeah. Um, but it's like. What what role are you trying to find Taylor uh, Jenkins with Dylan Brooks? I thought he was literally a three and D type of guy, um, but you have to space him and get him open for that three. By the way, um, but to Skyler's point, to everyone else's point, you watch Dylan Brooks just over the last maybe four games, including the scrimmages. Uh, he shoots whatever he feels like shooting at, at any time, um, whether he's hot or cold. Now, if he's hot and he makes two straight. You can guarantee he's going to shoot four more right after he makes those first two. Exactly. And then he'll go go two for six. And then he'll probably (laughs) go two for seven after that. But, like, I just don't understand the focal point of the offense at point. Um, I really don't understand it. And to the point that if JV is killing in the paint, Triple J is killing wherever he's at, feed them the ball. But it also means that Dylan Brooks has to pass the ball if he gets it. <laughs> exactly. um, so on a one on four, DB is not with me. I hope not. Um, <laughs> but like, man, Dylan, like, man, you're great at a three. Your runner works every now and then. Sometimes it's broke too. Uh, but yeah, like we all know, basketball. If you're not making the threes, which you weren't, or jump shots, go in, attack the room, man, and get your confidence back. 
Yeah, and what pains what pains me about Dylan Brooks is like if he like plays within himself and within the offense, like as a stand as a standstill shooter and a three and knee guy, like he's money. Like even in the Portland game, there are a couple the couple of threes that he made was because Jai or someone was breaking the defense down. They were able to kick it to him, and he has an easy wide open three. And like as a three and D guy, he's decent, but when he tries to do everything himself, like he's Kobe, it's like, yo, like chill. Yeah. And I also like one thing I also want us to do is just not only just put this on Dylan Brooks, because at the end of the day, uh, the, had, the Grizzlies had a chance to win this game. I think they were also screwed by the refs. Um, it's, 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 it's crazy how yes. every time it, it, the Grizzlies are like, it's a, it's a one or two possession game. It's the fourth quarter late. The Grizzlies somehow, somebody always tend to get screwed, which is why we always say it's Memphis versus everybody. It's not even just the Grizzlies. Like this is Tigers. This is, Tigers. this is yeah. Memphis everything. So it's, Memphis it's everything. So the Memphis also got screwed um, about the rest again, too. Um, I think also, again, perimeter defense was an issue. Uh, uh, San Antonio Spurs guards were able to get to whatever position they wanted to get to. Deontay Murray was good. Rudy Gay was good. Lonnie Walker was good. I mean, they were the, – the difference in my in, in the game for me where the Spurs were able to get to different parts on the floor that they wanted to. The Spurs were probably the number one team in the league with mid-range jumpers, and that's what they were able to do. They were able to knock down mid-range jumpers. They were able to, they were able to knock down three-point shots, and that was the issue. The Grizzlies were able to attack the basket at sometimes, but – I mean, I, I also want somebody to give me the number of how many bunnies we missed. We missed a lot of layups. Yes. We missed a lot of floaters. And, and at the end of the day, that counts. I mean, at the end of the day, was a one-possession game uh, with seconds left on the clock. And if you just would have knocked – if you would have been able to knock down a couple of those layups or floaters or something like that, it's a different ball game. But we weren't. Yeah, the piggyback it's, off that. I mean, we um, – we for us to be that young and to come out as flat after losing the first game to Portland, that's no excuse. There. I'm sorry, like yeah. y'all been hearing, we've been tired. Y'all, the players, they've been tired of hearing about New Orleans. Although we'll get on them, I mean, they're irrelevant now. But <laughs> I think y'all come out as flat as y'all have, but y'all talking like y'all ready, like oh, now we ready for playoffs. Now, I mean, I'm not using this youth excuse that a lot of people often throw out here. I mean, we no. Right. You said <laughs> you, you said it last week. We had offseason. You said it last week. It starts with Ja. Like, yep. Ja has to come out being aggressive, and when he's aggressive, everyone else follows his lead, and everything gets clicking. Like he has to come out looking to score. I think he did a pretty decent job early on. He had like six quick ones off of floaters, but. He has to come out from tip and saying, whoever is in front of me, they are in for a long night. And he needs to shoot the ball. I know he's, yeah. he can shoot. He's just, he's not, he's not Clay Thompson, but he ain't. He, he has to, it's just, it's yeah, terrible. Yeah, it's confidence. It's confidence. He, get more, he has to have more confidence because teams now, when they're running pick and roll with him, they're going to go mm-hmm. under those mm-hmm. screens and those opportunities mm-hmm. are going to be there for him. So he has to display the confidence of him wanting to shoot the jump shot. Like you say, he's not Clay Thompson or anybody like that, but he, he could knock down a, a nice little mid-range or the three for that matter. Yeah, but he hasn't been shooting for what from three since the restart. <laughs> he hasn't been shooting what from three, That's which true. is why his confidence is shy. That's true. And he's young. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on the positive note, can we uh, 
get give some flowers to, to Grayson Allen, who had a great, oh, game. Yeah. great game today. 15 okay. dollars on the bench. Which we were screwed with that four point play. Oh my gosh, how did they? Yes. Oh my gosh. They the right call. Play. He go have a field about y'all know. I've always said this quote never put the game in the official's hands. Right. We play never. like crap the first three quarters. That's what's going to happen when we make our comeback. If we play like we're supposed to the first three quarters, we ain't got to worry about the end because we've been right. blowing Antonio out. Because mm-hmm. that game didn't even yeah. close. That's how bad San Antonio really, but that simply ain't bad, but that's how average, average they, they are. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that game was even close. Yeah. Uh, key point they, to take away that Patty Mills three point at the end of the first quarter. I don't know how you hit hurt. it. That we lost that too. Plays like that. Yeah. Plays like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Broadcast. We go see My fault, uh, Dylan. The minutes. Um, <laughs> can someone explain to me why Josh Jackson is only getting five minutes? Yeah, Dylan Bruce playing all his minutes. I don't know. Dylan Bruce playing all his minutes. I don't know either. I mean, he's but trying Anthony to Tolliver got more minutes than Josh Jackson. Shooting, shooting. I know whatever he's shooting. He's shooting. Yeah, that's shooting. the reason why. But yeah. if, my to your point. <laughs> and I think it's uh, you go, yeah, Scott. And I think also then, just because Grayson had a good game too. I yeah, think just about because typically Grayson doesn't give you that good of a game, and when he doesn't, then he just go ahead and gets those minutes. But Grayson had a good game. He balled. He was able to make three point shots. He got to the line several times. He went. He went to the rack several times. So he actually had an overall good game, and that's why you didn't see much. Uh, of Josh Jackson, but you would definitely just like, again, to your point, uh, Shady, you definitely want to see some of those minutes come down from Dylan Brooks, especially when you just see him just taking ill-advised shots. I mean, he's – the shots the shots aren't within the offense, and that's I think that's yeah. the part that, that frustrates a lot of people. They just aren't within the offense. It's just as if it's like, oh, well, it's go time. It's go mode. I'm going to just get these baskets. I'm going to get these shots up. However, I'm going to get them up, and that's the part that has a lot of people frustrated. Yeah, and it's like he's trying to find his way to kind of put a stamp on the game with his scoring. Like, that is something reserved for a six-man off the bench. Like, if he's coming off the bench and has this green light, then I'm okay with it because he's supposed to be part of the second unit. But as far as your starting two-guard, like, you're out there primarily – you're starting primarily for your quote-unquote defense. Let's, let's, let's be honest. And you're there to hopefully space the floor and make threes. Like, that's all you really need to be doing with the starting five. Everything that he's doing is definitely six-man material. So, yeah. I I don't know, man. And, of course, defense, uh, rotations. Brandon Clark, I'm starting to see some deficiencies on him with rotations on defense. Same thing today, leaving guys open. Although it was something that's very stretch, you could say, you know, as, you know shooting-wise, you would want them to shoot, but you can't leave people wide open in the NBA. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, here's what it is. We're stuck with Dylan, so we ain't no point in even talking about trades and all that right now. We got six more games with him, at least. Um, Spurs are now two games behind us, pointing two and a half. Like I said, Spurs are the team to worry about now. They're two weeks behind us. Um, yep. And then also, again, I know one more thing. Just another thing, again, starting to your point about just hustling and wanting more. The Spurs, the Grizzlies were out-rebounded by 10 against the Spurs. And then you say, how in the heck is that possible with no Lamar with Jakob Pertle being the, the center? Or, like, like just – it's crazy how the, the Grizzlies were yeah. out-rebounded by 10. There were a lot of times where the Grizzlies were able to play some pretty good defense, but – 
the defense series the defensive series wasn't closed out because nobody got the nobody got the rebound. And so that's what allowed the the Spurs to be able to get better chances at it. I, I mean, know. like no one on the team had over ten rebounds. And I don't no. know what we can do without. We need to play JV more because Jaren's not gonna rebound. He's not. I mean, no. he's like Brook Lopez. Yeah, Lopez doesn't rebound. Like it's just some big men. They're not. They're not rebounders. Yeah. Jaren is. There. Yeah, I, I kind of gave. <laughs> I kind of gave Jaren the pass last game because I was like, well, he's out on on the perimeter a lot defending, but yeah, he kind of followed it up with another three rebound performance. So yeah, it's at this point. That's he's just not a rebound. Yeah, yeah jump. John Moran had more rebounds than 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 than, than, than triple jump. That's not good. That's not good. Three rebounds, bro. That's not good. Beautiful. Yeah. And then the game before that, I think he had three or four, or maybe even two. That's he was averaging up. It's not even under exactly five. Three. Got, got a rebound yeah. better. Got a rebound better. You can just give me six. <laughs> yes, Marcus yeah, exactly. Marcus Allen won a big rebound, but he got you six or seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we got mad enough for that. He's having trip down. Give you three. <laughs> it's all about wanting it more, fellas. That's all it is. That's all it is. They're not playing like they want it right now. But yeah. let's move on to the Pelicans game because we can go and bury these people because they don't look good at all. At least we look. If we just play hard, we can win. We looking. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what? boys and girls, I know I mentioned this weeks ago. The Pelicans do not have a good defense, and I mean, you saw it was. It was so it was put on such a display on Thursday night against the Jazz, where Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert literally ran nothing but pick and roll, and Rudy Gobert looked like the second coming to a tournament. <laughs> so if all if the Grizzlies can just at minimum run pick and roll with with John Moran and Brandon Clark or John Moran and JV, <laughs> we're good. Like that, that's that's, that's yeah. how bad the Pelicans defense is. They have no they have no center, none whatsoever. Scott, I, I hope this is the last time that Rudy Gobert and Will Chamberlain are ever in the game. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> he did, though. Yeah. And then we're not going to even talk about the Clippers game where Paul George got it going from the get-go. I was, was about to say, I was about to say that was expected, but 40 points, man. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Zion for a minute, man. That uh, Photoshop, that had to be a Photoshop from a month ago of that photo of him because bro looks like he got bigger, for one. They not, they playing him on the 15 minutes uh, for, I don't know what reason. Out shade, I don't know. I don't think I don't think he's on the plan 15 minutes against us tomorrow. Um, no. Brandon Ingram looked good against Utah, but I'll shout out to him for not passing the ball JJ Riddick because they would want a game to pass the ball. Thank you. Helped us out. But we can go and bury these people. Or we can lose, and we if we, I think tomorrow we lose, we pretty much you might be the like, stronger. Yeah, you might we falling out the eight spot at that point. Yeah, I think San Antonio. We, I need to look at San Antonio's schedule because I don't believe Portland is catching with their schedule. So it depends on San Antonio's schedule at this point because Sacramento was losing to Orlando, if I'm not mistaken. Little game blown yeah. out. I will say this: if the if the playing game comes down. To Grizzlies and Spurs, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with a playing game versus the Spurs. I am not okay with a playing game versus the Trailblazers. versus the, the Trailblazers. That will make me extremely nervous. I'm okay if we stay at eight. If we move to nine, and I mean you got to win two. Yeah, for sure. Heard yeah. Trailblazers. I'm not mm-hmm. <laughs> confident that we yeah. can. Taylor Jenkins get out about pop. 
Exactly. I got, I, got, I, got, I got San Antonio schedule up if you want me to read them real quick. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, Philadelphia. That should be a dub. Because uh, Philadelphia, they disappoint me like a mod. Denver. They are, they are. Yeah. MVP Bobo, not going hey, to allow They'll take. What's wrong with um, Jamal Murray, you know? Are they, are they, is it a long term health thing? Because they were, that's three starters they had out against Miami. Like, are they, is it, do you know anything about the injuries? Nah, I don't. Me? Um, yeah, anyway. The injuries like, to who? Jamal Murray, Will Barton. Jamal and, Murray, Will Barton, and somebody. I don't know. I did, I did watch the Nuggets game and saw that they weren't playing, which was interesting, but they were on the sideline, though. So they got to, at some point, be. Coming back soon, I would think. Yeah, I would assume they are, but I'm because not. if it's a if it's a major issue, they wouldn't be there at all. Yeah, I can see Spurs. They got. They don't play. I think. They I think what they're doing is that it's it's a day to day. Like they they're content with where they are in the playoffs. Like they're gonna make it regardless. And like Bo Bo getting a chance to shine is only gonna make them better when it's time to really play. This is how I look at it. Like Mike Malone is a genius coach, and I think this may be a chess move on this part. So yeah. I, don't, I don't think we should route, we should reach way into that one. Yeah. Yeah. We should about first play them. So I'm like, if they don't play their game, I think it's still a dub. That's fair. Put up a dinner. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think know. that's a I think that's a W for the Spurs. Yeah, they, I'm not against a W for the Spurs. Work <laughs> <laughs> in Philly. No, I think it's against Denver. I think it's Philly. Denver, yeah, yeah. they'll take the one against Denver. Philly beefing with each other, so we'll see. <laughs> that can win that one too. Yeah, Jay, they play the Jay. I'm looking at it now too. They play yeah, the Jay. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. they play them twice. They play, they, play, they play them twice. Yeah, winnables. Oh, uh, they play the Pelicans. Winnable. The Man, Rockets. The one they gonna lose. Wow. No, nah, I tell you, that's who surprised me is the Rockets. I definitely thought they were gonna lose to Dallas, and they like so they surprised me. Shout they out to smacked. They could have and should have. I'm James not worried about the Rockets. The Rockets giving up 150 points a game. I'm not worried about the Rockets. <laughs> well, let's uh preview yeah. the. Uh, all right, let's bring it all back. Let's get to the Grizzlies. Let's preview the Jazz. Well, next three games are the Jazz. No, we're well, after the Pelicans. We got the Jazz on Wednesday. Uh, OKC Friday, then Toronto Sunday. I mean, I guess everything depends on this Pelicans game. The, the yeah. Jazz. The Jazz is yeah, different. Memphis, we we got to win, win this game. We got to win this game. The problem I have with tomorrow. yeah, the problem I have with tomorrow, and the problem I have with the Grizzlies up until this point is how we're playing, and we're playing to the level of our competition. And so, if we go into that game similar to how in the slow start, similar to how we did with the Trailblazers, similar to how we've done with the Spurs, it could mean a win for the Pelicans, which would look very terrible for the Grizzlies. Um, and so, hopefully. You know, coach gets it together and Ja like locks in like, no, you're really not the rookie of the year, Zion. It's really me. Like, just goes all in and we don't pass it to Dylan Brooks as much either. Um, and also just get some <laughs> rebounds, man. Like, that's it. It's really simple basketball, but we're not playing simple basketball. And we're not at three-point team Dylan Brooks. All right, I'm done with Dylan Brooks. I'm sorry. I think <laughs> – I put this way. I'd go as far as say this is probably the game. If we lose this one, I, you might as well say we're not making playoffs. Exactly. At this point, I have to look at his first schedule, and it's just the morale team is through at that point. This is, though, pretty much the Pelicans could officially get eliminated in this process, too. So it's pretty much like a must win for both teams. The winner has still has a shot at the loser. It's pretty much might as well go ahead and get rid of it. Pretty much done. Yeah. 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 I think 
Yeah, the the Grizzlies definitely. I know they. I know Taylor Jenkins and the the Grizzlies players have gone into the restart, saying that every like the playoffs started even before the playoffs started. So the playoffs started with the game against the Trailblazers. But you definitely have to go into this Pelicans game saying that we have to win this game. You, we had. I mean, the urgency for this game has to be on ten. Like you have to know that when the, once the buzzer ends at the end of the game, you have to walk away with the W. And if you don't walk away with the W. That's not good, and I, I I just hope they're mentally. I hope they're going to be okay. Like I just really hope that they win that game because if not, I mean, you also that's where the the that's where the experience comes in. Whatever, like if they lose the game, like are they going to be able to bounce back mentally from the game? Like I'm I'm actually worried about it because. I honestly think I wouldn't be surprised if John Morant struggled, and I would, wouldn't be surprised because he's going to be chased by Drew Holiday, who's one of the best. Uh, He's one. Of, he's a really good defender. He's going to be checked by Lonzo Ball. Everybody wants to say by Lonzo Ball, but Lonzo Ball can defend. So John mm-hmm. Morant is going to see some really good defense thrown his way. And sad enough to say, but you need a good game from Dylan Brooks, regardless of how much you like him or don't like him. You, you're going yeah. to need a good game from him. You're going to need a good game again from JV and Triple J and Brent, uh, Brandon Clark. Your front line, your front line crew are going to have to really stand up because no, there's nobody on the Pelicans that's going to be able to check them. And I understand Zion's no, there, but right. Zion does no. not play defense at all. And so you're going to hope that you can get a 20 point game from JB, 20 point game from Triple J. You're going to hope that the that those players are able to contribute offensively and defensively. We may have to go back to the gritting grind style for this game. Of course, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there. We lost to the Pelicans both times, specifically MLK Day. They went small. They put that uh, Nelly. I forgot his first name. Nelly. They put him in. He was like a center. He like six foot six, and they just ran us and uh-huh. essentially took JV off the court. We may just need to just go big and just put JV play Gorgie Jane again. We need to probably just go big and just mm-hmm. take over down low, and that's how we mm-hmm. want to just put it yeah, together. I, I think you hit the right on the point, Shark. It's like we played our best ball when we were ten deep. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think like I'm looking. I don't think Jane played a minute last game. Nope. You know, and that's an issue. Like, Jordan Jane is not somebody who just sit there for the rest of the game. Like, he's somebody you can put in that could help. So, I think with you going good and grind, that's literally going to be the only way we win this game. If we don't win this game, me personally, somebody who said the Grizz couldn't make the playoffs in the beginning of the season will. If we don't win this game, I don't think I have that same faith going into the rest of the season because this is a team that we can win, we're supposed to be, we gotta be. And if we don't, then that sense of urgency you're showing me like you don't have it. So it's it's, it's next season that we, we need to get ready for if we don't win. And I hate to yeah. put all our, our eggs in one basket, but that, going True. against the Pelicans is that team that we can beat and need to be. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's, it's simple as that. Like this is the nail the coffee game for either team, essentially. Because after that, like, the schedule we play, okay. I mean, the Jazz, they're, you know, you can win that game, but it's just the morale, we're a young team. Yeah. I mean, my thing is, yeah. you can't. You've come out the first two games sluggish. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Against teams we could have won. Like, these these were a part yeah. of my three wins that I, I expected us to win. Like, yeah, that, that, that five and three. That five and three and looking too. Uh, yeah, that, that, that five and three looking like three. Oh, right exactly. So. Well, let me say this, too. I think, um, of course, you would want the Grizzlies to come out to a, to a good start. But I think we've seen them be able to come back from that slow start. The problems come from those first four or five minutes to start the fourth. Those are the two issues that we've run into the past two games. Right. They've come out extremely slow. They've allowed the Spurs and then the, the Trailblazers too to 
to cut into the lead that they that they already had built coming from the third quarter. Um, so that's been the huge issue. The huge issue is closing. That's where the inexperience comes from. But even then, if you're fall, if you're playing from behind the whole game, especially against Spurs, you yeah, sure. the whole yeah. game. You, yeah. you fight back. You use you spend energy coming back. Game so, around. Yeah. 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 I saw Jaron Jackson on the court today. He looked tired. Even when he hit the three, I don't know how he hit the three to tie yeah. it up, but he looks mm-hmm. spent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, and yeah, put so much energy to get back. Yeah. Exactly. So you can't it still comes down like you gotta start off well too. Uh yeah. second quarter. Because even first quarter, the game still be I think it's important. It was like a two point game or something during the first quarter. It's really the second quarter that we really fall off when the I guess the bench come in. But yeah. Hopefully, I mean by the time we record again, it would be we would have we would have played the Pelicans, Jazz, OKC, and Toronto. So Quick predictions. Quick predictions for tomorrow. We're gonna bear well, it'll be today, actually. I mean, well, we're recording on Sunday, so by the time this episode comes out, it would be on the day. I'm gonna go dub. I got, I'm gonna put faith in I got dub. They don't come out and beat the Pelicans. Do y'all wanna go and predict the rest? That's gonna predict the rest of the week since we'll <sighs> we beat the Pelicans. After we beat them, we got confidence in Mojo back, we'll beat the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Thunder will lose. <laughs> said, uh-uh. Raptors will lose two and two. Two and two. I can see two and two. So that puts us at and two, two and four and six. Two and four. Four. Six, two and four. Yep. So I give, can <laughs> give me a dub against the Pelicans. Give me a dub against the Raptors. No, I'm saying that because there may be a time the Raptors may start to bench some of their players That's because true. you're not catching. That's true. That's yeah, that is true. You're, yeah, you're not catching the books. Clearly, yeah. you're not catching the books. Yeah, but they also they also need to keep their seed though too. Yeah, because Boston's still Boston's on. Think, on the, yeah, yeah Boston's on the here. Yeah, that's true, they, I guess. I don't think they people there, really. Well, we have to see. I have to see how behind Boston is. I was just about to say, top 10 Larry not going to allow them to, to lose. So Good night. Right. He's balling. Good hey, night. Larry, he balling right now. This is how this is. one good game and he balling. That's all he needs for right now. He finna get the ball rolling. He good. Let's okay. get out my boy down there. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Practice might rest in people. The Celtics are three and a half games behind them. Yeah, I see? Yeah. See? Okay. So you're saying they're going to lose to the Jazz then? Ooh. Saying the Grizzlies are going to lose to the Jazz. Oh, then? well, no. Well, I ain't worried. I'm dead with this. They'll grab the Jazz game. Jazz, jazz are not good. Yeah, give, me, give, me, give me three and one with a loss to the, uh, to the Raptors. Oh, uh, the Raptors. Yeah, I think they'll be. I think they can be I'll, okay. I'll say, if they will. I got two. Uh, two yeah. Give me two, two. I'll be bold. I'll go three and one with a loss to the Thunder. All right, Trevor, you love the Thunder, man. I'm gonna roll with you though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I roll so, that same way, three one with that loss. Guess that's the only way we go five and three. So I guess yeah. I got to go. I got to stick to five and three. So I guess I got to say three and one. We will lose to the. Raptors, we'll be we'll be Chris Paul. <laughs> I'm not sure how much I believe in it, but we'll see. <laughs> got to stick to our tradition. So <laughs> I remember. All right, y'all, man. Great second episode. Hopefully, we can have a better um, mocho. We will. 
Next week, <laughs> this time next week, we'll be in a much better mood. Yes. Hopefully, uh, till the Bruce gets together, like I said, he's with us. Will. For six more games. At least, don't, so. don't shoot the ball 20 times. Right. He, he's going to have a good game. Watch. He's going to have yeah. a good game at some point. I promise you. I hope it ain't. I hope it ain't too late, but he'll have a good game at some point. He's 13 of the 20 if he shoots 20 again. Okay. There you go. Thir- 13 of 20. Yeah. Cool. Dylan Burke's going to shoot nothing less than 16 shots a game. We got to hope. That's all we got to do now instead of complaining. So until then, uh, well, once again, listen to us uh, on Grizzly Bear Blues on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iHeart. Also, listen to other podcasts who will be releasing throughout the week. We release on Monday, 3D Podcast on Tuesdays, Core 4 Podcast on Wednesdays, and GBB Live on Thursdays. Remember to follow us at the starting 5 MEM. Follow me on Twitter at the one D A O N E underscore P Shark. And again, better shooter guard than Dylan Brooks at underscore Skylito. <laughs> better three point shooter through Dylan Brooks at the Auto Trevor. First letter boom, boom. Each, uh, word capitalized except of because it's a preposition. <laughs> um, again, catching all rebounds that Dylan Brooks <laughs> catching all 13 rebounds from those misses. It's really shitty. And I just encourage Dylan Brooks to not get disappointed because we're going to need him in a long stretch. Follow me at Tab Shakir on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. <laughs> next time, y'all. <laughs> Golly, y'all, baby. Peace. <laughs>